You're listening to Fucks Given, the one where we interview Radam. Welcome to Fucks Given. I'm Reed. And I'm Florence, and we are on a mission to revolutionise the sex space, break down barriers, and give the lowdown on all things sexy. Every week, we will welcome a special guest to share with us their juicy details about their best fucks, worst fucks, or even the fucks that changed them. And we'll also hear your guys' sex questions and your worst sex stories. We're all about celebrating your sex. We're removing the stigma around the whole number bullshit. No matter how many people you've slept with, the number never matters because the fucks given are the fucks that made us. Radam is in the house. <laughs> in the house. <laughs> Please explain to us who you are, my lovely. Well, firstly, it's a pleasure to be here and an honor to have my salacious <gasps> sex stories immortalized in podcast form. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Um, this is always a hard question. It's like, what are you into? I don't know. <laughs> um, what I porn would, do you watch? <laughs> oh, well, all of it. <laughs> I am a queer, mixed-race writer, a supermodel wannabe, and high-functioning Instagram addict. <laughs> I love that it's definitely self-proclaimed. At least, at least you say, I'm a high-functioning Instagram addict, because not many people would admit to that. No, yeah, I'm definitely on it a lot. Everyone's on it a lot. I know. I hate that it now tells you like the screen time. So you're like, you've spent yeah. 77% of your life <laughs> on this useless. What, do you know what, what is your percentage for Instagram? I don't want to tell the people. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the way up to Instagram and sleep is a bit dodgy. <laughs> oh, God. I have that sleep app as well, but it's not going well. Oh, <laughs> Is it like the first thing that you you see it in the morning? You just Instagram. I think so. I just like how many likes have I had since last night? <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, you know it's bad when you're waking up in the middle of the night to check. That's when it's bad. Yeah. I mean, it's still bad going to sleep and it's the last thing you see and waking up and it's the first thing oh, you see. Yeah. That's bad. But when you're waking up, that's what I did. I was waking up in the middle of the night to check my Instagram. How ridiculous! You know you're crazy. Whoa! It's too far. Everyone is crazy though. It's too far. You posted a very raunchy photo on your Instagram the other day. Mm. I did. I posted a few, but I archived (laughs) probably two, two, two or three of them. Um, But yeah, I like I like getting a bit of my body out there and pushing the limits. Some of them get uh, uh, deleted by Instagram, which is a bit sad. But oh, painful. uh, The ones that stay, good. They make the cut. (laughs) You've got to be careful though. There are honestly all the accounts at the moment are being under attack and every everybody's account is gonna be reported and deleted and removed. It's like we just today we had our work account removed. Really? Yeah. Really? It it came back from a um they said it was an accident. But mine's been deleted three times. You just got to be on your toes because you don't want your account deleted because there's fuck all you can do about it. Yeah, but you have had like pussy slip on your Instagram. No, I've never had a pussy slip. <laughs> yeah, you did. I have not day. had a pussy. That was a bit of thigh that looked like pussy. I can <laughs> zoom it in Game. for you. I've spent hours of my life photoshopping ball sacks out of my images. <laughs> I'm like zooming into it, like getting to my zooming phone, in. putting my fingers to it and being like, this is like adding a dot over the ball sack. 
So it's worth it. <laughs> oh, mate. Uh, you are the you are my inspiration. Awesome. The guru. Yeah. Just need to finger some balls, I think. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what do you think about the stigma surrounding the number? And how many like how many people have you slept with? Um I think it's a bit bullshit. Um, I don't know if I can swear on this thing, but hundred percent. Yeah. It's called, called fuck fucks given. given. But yeah. I know, but there's a star in the podcast. Thing, I know, so. but that's <laughs> iTunes for fuck can't slap butt. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> I think it's pretty crazy. I remember one of the first people I dated um, was really, really worried about it, and um, I kind of didn't give a shit. But at the um, at the time, he was really worried because he'd slept with over like 200 people Mm -hmm. and he thought that was very wild and I was like yeah it's quite wild but then he explained that he was on uh exchange for two years or whatever and if you sleep with one person every two weeks or whatever it just adds up uh, to a certain number but (laughs) it's not um indicative of who you are as a person like whether you've had any sex or no sex like asexuality is just as legitimate as like uh like sleeping with thousands of people and I don't think any anything adds up to who you are as a person so I think Mm -hmm. there's too much of that um stigma surrounding surrounding the numbers well said definitely Mm -hmm. we totally agree fuck uno the first fuck so I had, as I said, was lying about it for quite a few years as an insecure teenage boy does. Um, I remember I kept on saying that I had sex with this voluptuous blonde girl from <laughs> conveniently from interstate so no one could ever track my story. Uh, <laughs> no follow-up questions, please. Um, and then... I was uh, had a girl that I was quite close friends with and I would go to her house and we would watch um, TV shows after school and everything. Mm-hmm. I think I was about 18 or 19 and she was much cooler than I was. Um, I was very like lame fat kid and uh, no. didn't have any friends. <laughs> um, and she kind of took me under her wing. She was She would listen to lots of like folk singers like... Connor Oberst and uh, Sofiane Stevens and Jeff Buckley and (laughs) I would just lie in bed and and she was probably the only person I told that I hadn't lost my virginity to Mm -hmm. and so one day it's probably like hallelujah was on and uh, (laughs) and she literally just like was like I'm gonna take this from you oh and she just strips me naked climbs on top of me and just rides me and and it's gone and it's gone (laughs) poof oh man (laughs) i mean that sounds kind of hot was it enjoyable was it terrifying a little bit of everything i'm I'm very glad it happened in the end because it did loosen up a lot of the other things around me but um yeah it was definitely not um something that i was entirely in control of in this situation but <laughs> this is happening this is happening yeah do, do you know if she was a virgin or she had sex before no she had sex before mm-hmm. and so she was very um quite comfortable doing that and and i had obviously expressed that i probably wanted to lose it so yeah it was very, that's kind yeah. of magical the fact that she was you know doing it with somebody who does feel comfortable you know with sex and with their body enough to do that like that's instead of both of you just being like oh is that right oh god and then just not really knowing what you're both doing it sounds kind of perfect like 
do you, do you feel like it was certainly easier right if you someone else is taking control yeah i think so um i think yeah because there was so much pressure around it mm-hmm. obviously having lied about it for so long but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um having someone take that a bit of that responsibility away from you especially because like not that being a man is hard but um one of those things is having the pressure in sex is having that pressure to be the dominant or the controlling person in it and way more pressure on the bloke way more pressure and it's visible as well Mm -hmm. yeah totally like uh, yeah and it's like that whole (laughs) stigma around like is he gonna come is he gonna prematurely come like how long can he last this first time because you've got all the kind of comedy around the first time a guy loses their virginity it's like like two pumps and they're gone (laughs) (laughs) i mean can i ask was it like (laughs) Um, probably about 17 seconds i'd say yeah (laughs) i'm I'm rooting for you i'm waving that flag (laughs) i mean the opposite for girls yeah it's so normal though yeah so normal like uh, i just imagine like the first time well i mean you've got something hot wrapped around your dick hot wet sloppy wrapped around your dick why wouldn't you bust your knob like what i mean if i could as soon as that cock went inside me i would have just squared everywhere i'm sure but i couldn't because my men my mind was like no bitch you're not gonna enjoy this for a long time it's also as well like um male and females brains work differently with sex so like i guess like a female brain has to be very like clocked in like mentally to be able to then come mm-hmm. like it's it is it wouldn't happen if she wasn't thinking about it like if, if you weren't thinking about the, the yeah if you pleasure. weren't mentally and spiritually stimulated yeah. by the situation <laughs> but I was like, it's different for guys right yeah i think that it just yeah you can force yourself like i jerk off every morning and every evening to just release the yeah. stress of the day yeah. and i just like i from what i hear it's not the same for women it, you can't just kind of i guess if you have a vibrator and you just yeah get can, into it but you can kind of do it can't you but you yeah. also have to be ready to get into that place in your mind as 100%. well sometimes i can be masturbating in exactly the same way i've done for years and i know which way to make me come for half an hour and still feel nothing yeah because i'm not mentally turned on fuck two the best fuck it was probably i don't know i've been umming and ahhing about one story to tell here because I think the best time was probably the most like torturous, like emotional wise, but the best sex of my life. Yeah. <gasps> oh, so, okay. It's Tell quite us difficult, more. but it's long convoluted story, but I'll try and cut it down to the meaty bits. <laughs> okay. Um, so I had just uh, been dumped by this girl who I was dating for, oh. for quite a while. And um, I, as you do when you, when you get dumped, you kind of want to carpe diem and, and travel <laughs> yeah. the world and eat, yeah. pray, love and eat, pray, eat, love. eat fuck, oh. love or whatever. <laughs> um, and so I was traveling uh, to Istanbul mm-hmm. and I was uh, at a bar and uh, a boy looked at me from across the room and I had never been interested in boys or so I thought before then. <laughs> and... I think because I grew up in Canberra in Australia and it's very devoid of any kind of Mm. hot men. And so I don't think... (laughs) So you're just like, hot men, interested in them. (laughs) Yeah, this is the first hot man that I ever saw. And I was like, oh, I feel something. Oh, shit. Yeah. And so... How old are you? Do you you mind me asking? 
21, I think. 21. So had been having sex with girls uh, for a few years after losing my virginity and then Mm -hmm. kind of discovered it all while traveling. And he kind of, um, he buys me a drink. Um, There's the scent of shisha in the air. Shisha? um, I'm already so wet. Sorry, um, carry on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited. And um, so I get his number and he messages me later and says that there is a abandoned construction site. Oh my gosh. What? At the top of the hostel that we're staying in. And he's like, meet me there at 2 a.m. And Ooh. which is quite, quite late. That is quite um, late. It is late. And Ooh. so. What did you do in the meantime? <laughs> <laughs> Like uh, Google how to have sex with a man. Oh really? <laughs> so then you're probably like, oh my god. And so um, at two a.m. I climb up the stairs and and go to this construction site. This randomly, it's just, it just sounds like a fake story, but it's real. It's <laughs> um, and then I get to the top, and he's just waiting there and uh, climbing over these like concrete bags, and then. Um, he just kind of like reclines on these concrete sacks. <laughs> it's so poetic. And, it is. And um, it's like overlooking the um, the souks of um, Istanbul, the markets, and it's still like quite active at 2am in Istanbul at this oh, time. Wow. And kind of the backstory is that I um, grew up uh, as Muslim and so I'm quite connected to the culture of Istanbul wow. being being an Islam nation and I have sex with this man um, on the top of this like abandoned construction site like over the markets and um, I fuck him um, against the wall okay. in this c- construction site that's crazy. and then so just you, you fucked him as yes. well the first mm. I think like I'm not sure if that's common or not but um yeah, for me because I was just quite I guess used to the dominant kind of role in in, yeah. in that respect of just like when I had sex with women mm-hmm. that was just what the thing yeah. and I'm quite like tall and whatever and I think that's people like like that about me yeah <laughs> <laughs> So after I come, I go outside, like look over the edge and the Muslim prayers start playing. Oh my God. And so it's this beautiful, like guttural sounds of like the prayers coming over. And wow. it's just such a culmination of like, kind of like losing my religion a little bit in this yeah. kind of like ultimately sexual moment. And It sounds so like emotional so, and beautiful. Like and an like, erotic uh, novel. Yeah, like righteous. Yeah. Like, like, I don't know, it's like the heavens opened and angels start singing. Yeah, it was <laughs> beautiful and disgusting and great. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's so good. Did you ever fuck him again? Well, yeah, that's the torturous part that, I oh. <laughs> that I'm omitting from the story. But um, <laughs> yeah, so... Fuck three. The fuck that made me. Um, I think the one that I'd like to talk about is another one of my, the theories of virginity. Um, (laughs) But kind of the sex is a lot about, about roles 
in a lot of ways and I think that it's like especially when you're new to it you you kind of build up a character in your head of what you're supposed to be doing a lot of people watch porn mm-hmm. and porn mm-hmm. isn't bad obviously but I think if you think that porn is Real. reality yeah. then it can be a negative thing and you cannot have be having sex um in a in a genuine kind of way um and so the first time that um I ever got fucked I think was quite a um undoing of certain roles in a lot of ways because I'd yeah. always just been like watched everything and as I was saying before I'd always been kind of the the dominant or like the man in the situation and yeah and not that being fucked makes you a woman but it definitely is kind of an undoing of of certain um submissive yeah you you're losing control of your body in a certain way having something inside you and sliding inside you which is very Mm. different than stop i'm so hot right now it's like like there's a prostate in there just just get it going get it milk that motherfucker So, um, <laughs> Sorry. so I think that that changed me a bit because I, I kind of then said it's not all about the, the kind of roles that you've been taught um, mm-hmm. to play and you can, um, you can have sex uh, genuinely without thinking too much about that. And I know like, like, for example, like when I have sex with women, sometimes they act quite like porn starishly mm-hmm. and, and I don't know whether they are doing that because they genuinely are enjo- like just really enjoying it or yeah. if they feel like they should be doing that. Yeah. Is it that, that is it's it a bit of that, both. Are they enjoying it in that way? That's the way that they enjoy sex yeah. or is yeah. it because they've learned from mm. porny material and that's they think, how, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's like or how they, you show that you're enjoying yourself. I definitely used to do that. Definitely when I was mm. a, well younger being like, oh my God, that feels so big. And I'm just like, I'd never say that now. <laughs> But I, I do like dirty talking in bed. Yeah. Definitely love it. But dirty talk can be not porny. Yeah, it doesn't have to be porny. And then yeah. you always put the American accent on as well because that's the majority oh, of what hear porn it? is. It's like, oh my God, that feels so good. Oh, fuck my pussy. Make it squirt, baby. Oh, God. Wow. Now fuck you, pay me. <laughs> With that audio pool? Um, I guess, yeah. Um from then on, I kind of felt that I um, wanted to kind of put pleasure above all else and yes. kind of just go with what I with what I felt in my body instead of in my mind so much and and kind of pull down the walls of the character that I built during sex. And so it definitely changed me a lot to, to have something inside me and, and know the pleasures of yeah. the prostate. Mm. I think that's so important. And I think a lot of people can be really hung up on those like stereotypes that stop you from actually getting pleasure in so many different ways. Yeah, even just like nipple play can still yeah. be deemed bad, but especially anything that's anal. I mean, mm. I'm sure there was a time where we both thought it was like, oh no, I'd never go there. And now it's like, oh yeah, it's just yeah. not a hole. It's just another pleasure spot, just like feet. <laughs> <laughs> how, how did it feel to suddenly give up your dominance in that time? I don't know was it giving it up or was it just like having a little switch play well yeah i don't mean give it give it up completely be like um, releasing the control yeah, in that was, situation yeah there was a lot of kind of relinquishing of of um what i had there and and i think i was definitely quite drunk <laughs> so, 
<laughs> might have helped. So, so that <laughs> yeah. might have helped a little bit. Um, but yeah, it was like quite a lot of relinquishing control. Like, and but I liked the kind of the play, the power dynamic change there. Mm. Um, it was this like quite a uh, small man, <laughs> and it was kind of <laughs> and and he just kind of like climbed me and <laughs> and fucked me and. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Climbed you like a mountain. <laughs> I'm loving this. <laughs> fuck four. The last fuck. It's quite fresh in my mind. Um, so I've started seeing somebody <gasps> and <laughs> pause for gasp. <laughs> And it's quite new because I've never really dated a boy because I find boys quite um, terrible. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Is that I like the honesty. Past experience or as I a just find that like like men under the patriarchy have never been taught how to communicate. Mm, and yes. I just like, please tell me how you do it. Like I want the tips because they just have been taught to just not listen yeah and not to be in touch this is yeah. so true i'm so glad you're saying this mm-hmm. just uh, like every guy that i've ever been in a relationship never knows how to communicate how they're feeling and like it's still happening yeah. it's like it happened with my parents mm-hmm. and like it's everyone. not even that they won't it's like they physically can't they don't no. have the tools mm-hmm. to be able to do it they don't understand how it's possible yeah you kind of end up just having to drag it out of them and making them realize that it's okay to talk about stuff yeah. you know I know there are situations where you ha- almost have to say a situation and say, is it like that? Is that how you feel? Yeah. For them to be able to say, yeah, I think it is a bit like that. Yeah, mm, totally. But Hard. it's like, I don't want to be a therapist in my relationship. Yeah. And that's no. why it just has never worked for me. <laughs> <laughs> you need a healthy balance. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But this um, time it's going to be different. Maybe. <laughs> He's definitely listening. So, oh. <laughs> Listening is but, the uh, first step. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's all right. We've just like stepped into an AA meeting. Uh, I was like, oh. high functioning Instagram addict. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, taking it slow, um, but he is very um, submissive. Mm-hmm. Uh, he um, kind of was upfront with that to begin with, and I've never been naturally like I was saying before that. Um, people have wanted that from me but I've never been kind of naturally a yeah just like get down and take it um, kind of (laughs) person which uh, I feel like that's what I was supposed to have been like but I never and I and definitely I like to please people so I I will do that and I've been in lots of situations where I've had to kind of pull that out of myself but I'm kind of a pacifist and whatever so I don't want to like actually like hurt people yeah but um some people want to be hurt and because it feels good sadomasochism (laughs) cut me cut me (laughs) um but recently i've been trying to get like get into it a bit more with this with this boy and so he um I just wanted a good story for this last funk and this (laughs) on the podcast so so i messaged him and i was like um, um, I want you to, uh, I'm going to come over in 25 minutes. Uh, exactly. I'm so excited. And I want you to be wearing a robe and I want you to be wearing nothing under it. I want you to open the door. I want you to walk to your room, take off the robe, lie on the bed 
and I'm going to fuck you into the bed <laughs> and you're going to come. <laughs> No. Nice. Did you did you leave? Did you I'm gonna I fuck know. you and then leave? I mean that's what I said in the message, but then I was then we just cut off. Yeah, what is that aftercare is important. Yeah, yeah it really is. I'm a bit of a kind of an intimacy uh fetish person, I think. Mm. In the sense that I like I get far more pleasure out of cuddling than anything else in the world yeah. and just like it doesn't even need to be like in a relationship or anything. I just enjoy the like getting to know stage I just I, I, so I watch porn and I come before they even get to the sex it's just like <laughs> opening that pizza and the like, pizza boy oh. comes and I'm like oh yeah it's, it's over that's, that's really lovely though because cuddling can be more intimate than sex definitely you know like a, there's nothing better than a good fucking cuddle or a kiss <sighs> yeah. yes <There's> a- <laughs> yeah I yeah I like a kiss too. I I tried to be to do cruising once. I don't know if you've ever done cruising. What's that? Cruising. Uh, but it's like um a lot of gay men do this in like parks and bathrooms and whatever. And you like uh, there's popular cruising spots where um if you see someone else that's cruising that's just waiting around like 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 looking at you you're in a stall and you like look at someone from across the stall and they they look at you in the same way and then you just like suck each other off or something (gasps) and so i tried to do this in in a park and um what where do they do it in london i'm like hampstead heath do you know Hampstead Heath? I've heard that's a very popular cruising spot and so yeah you're just like walking and then you see someone hot and then you look at them and then you do a signal of some kind and i think it's like if you look at them for like glance back twice or something it's on yeah you know if Um, someone's looking you up and down like yeah one of fucks yeah um how quickly does it happen i mean it depends but yeah, like I was just saying, I, I tried that before and because I'm really into intimacy, yeah, it's, it doesn't do it for me. Like mm, I appreciate that some people right. like the anonymity of it, but I'm just like, once I was like, can we, can we kiss? <laughs> and I just like, they were like, no. And I was like, oh, oh, I'm just going to cry myself to sleep now. <laughs> never it's see like, you just again. suck my dick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the idea is hot yeah. because it's like, it's like having a very, very posh wang, isn't it? You just it's a real exactly. quick fuck yeah. quick fix <laughs> posh wank well it is <laughs> apart from like posh wanks sort of condoms right I guess it is in Hampstead Heath fuck number five the worst fuck so I just wanted to get deep with this one I think um cause sex isn't always the most pleasurable mm-hmm. um sometimes it can be uncomfortable and um i've had some not so good experiences especially mm. within like the gay community really? of sex. it's been quite um difficult um especially at the start when when i was um having sex um with men there's a lot of kind of like sexual racism in in the oh, community really? um I, yeah i found it was quite like it was quite confronting going mm. to the community because um you see people online on on Grinder and so at like app Grinder is like Tinder but for gays, mm-hmm. and they have people have like no Asians on their profile and like oh uh, no rice, no spice. Like Jesus. it's very, it's what? like quite a big issue in in kind of the gay community. That's fucking what the what the fuck. <laughs> I'm so shocked. Yeah. <laughs> um, and people kind of do it like under the guise of um, like preference. It's just a, it's just a preference. Like I don't, um, mm. it doesn't matter what I'm, what I'm into. Like, uh, 
uh, it's like vanilla and chocolate ice cream. And I'm like, uh. you're reducing races down to, to down to like flavor choices. And yeah, it was quite, Jesus. quite confronting. And this is when I kind of the worst, a few fucks, I guess, but like one experience kind of sticks out to me um, yeah. when I used to live in Sydney which is quite like a, it was my first introduction to kind of, to kind of gay life. And you kind of assume like the worst is over after you've exited kind of when you, once you've come out, it's all going to be better. And you go into a community that's going to love and accept you in, in certain ways. And, and I know for me, it was, it was quite hard going from that and then thinking that they're going to accept you to somewhere where they're actively telling you that like they, that like a, like segregating you in certain ways or separating you from the community Mm. and so it was on this date and I'd like to think it like it's funny in certain ways but obviously (laughs) you have to laugh yeah I know like go crazy yeah totally and so stupid small minded people fucking assholes (laughs) um it started cut like fairly innocently I set up a nice date going to the arcade what do you call it in this country like a where you shoot hoops and like shoot games and whatever um and then the first kind of comment is like oh like you only beat me at this game because you grew up playing these games oh my (laughs) what (laughs) but being an asian person i mean was this person being hostile uh, to you already and it's like but i don't know like i guess it's microaggressions yeah um but at the time when you're first like being introduced to that and i and i imagine like women accept like shit that men say all the time it's like just when you're it's like same race relations and like Mm -hmm. sex like um relations you kind of accept a lot of things that you know are not right but you just shut up and bear yeah like you're like well if i want to have sex i got to accept certain things yeah um and um and that started like this and then we went to a a thai restaurant and um he just get like gets the waitress over and is like are you two like related or something oh my lord wait what it's like very uncomfortable and whatever is he trying to joke with you yeah it's like it's one of those things i think it's like a power kind of dominance thing yeah um but it's it's someone that's trying to like jokingly trying to make light of i don't know the any sort of thing and it's like oh yeah this is gonna get me like laid or whatever (laughs) it's just so weird i mean it's understandable because it everyone all genders all sexualities mm. do come across racism but mm. like and it, it, especially if they're doing it in a comedic way you almost can't say anything or do anything you're not like you're being outwardly horrible you're like they're getting away with it because it's a joke exactly yeah. and they even like think that mm. it's a compliment in certain ways they're just like oh my well, goodness I'm including mm. them on the conversation or something like we're <laughs> laughing together them. Yeah. <laughs> 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 for fuck's sake This week's sex question is, I can't come without my girlfriend giving me a hand job and I want to come inside her. So I guess they want advice on that. <laughs> it sounds like the death grip that Ruby was talking about. Oh yeah, it could be. Like where basically men um, aren't taught necessarily how to masturbate. Um, I mean, it's hard to teach somebody how to masturbate, but they end up gripping their cock so hard and masturbating so hard that when it actually comes to penetrative sex, they can't come because it's not as hard as their hand. Yeah. Which is called death grip, you know? Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. What do you Mm. think? So it's like, uh, like he's just gotten so good at like jerking off or like the 
the the act of jerking off is so good that he can't actually come inside her. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess like <laughs> maybe like give give the hand jobs a rest for a little bit. I don't want to like <laughs> tell yeah, them how to maybe. do it, but um, yeah, I think give it like them giving it a rest for a bit is really a good idea. Yeah, because I think so. the yeah. more you, the more you do something, the more you become desensitized. Yeah, I think um, it also could be like a quite a hot thing. Like I know mm. that I've had certain times with with partners where I've gone, I'm I'm not gonna jerk off for like X amount of times, and mm. then like my load is gonna be way bigger. Huge. Uh, when so it's gonna yeah. be huge for you, and I'm gonna give it to you like then. So <laughs> that would be my advice. I think is just yeah. like um, kind of make a game out of it, or make a make a bit of a sexual play out of it, and then. And then hopefully you can like do do the deed a bit more. But like, yes. I mean, it's like not necessarily um, like the be all and end all. Like penetration isn't everything. So if mm-hmm. if both parties, I guess, are enjoying the jacking off, then that's fine. But I think that if um, the guy, like if the the girl is not getting the same pleasure out of that situation, then um, have have a talk with the with the guy and say, can you just lay off a little bit so I can get a bit of my <laughs> yeah it also I, sounds like this guy's really in his own head you know like like when you can't come and you're thinking about it constantly mm-hmm. and you're saying I, I need to come inside her and it, it mm. almost puts yourself off maybe just you know do do what you said just enjoy the sensation sex doesn't have to be about penetrative mm-hmm. fun it can be a bit of everything. And hopefully if you stop thinking about it so much, yeah. then you'll be able to enjoy it. Yeah. And if you're worried about not being able to pleasure your girlfriend at the same time, just make sure you're wanking her off at the same yeah, time as wanking yourself off. Your she, tongue, if like, she's correct. wanking you off. The clitoris yeah. is there. <laughs> the clitoris yeah. is there. Use toys as <laughs> well. Like yeah. ask yeah. her to wank herself off in front of you. Enjoy that shit. Yeah. Get a dildo out. Mutual masturbation's hot. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I like the idea of just like not doing anything. Just be like, okay, you're not allowed to wank for a, a month and oh, then see so what hot. happens. Okay. I think that would be impossible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I my record is month. like uh, 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Yo, Florence. <laughs> Give us that worst story, yo. <laughs> Give it to me, baby. Give it to me, baby. The American is back. <laughs> okay, so this week's worst story is I was once giving my ex a BJ and he pissed in my mouth. It wasn't as bad as I thought. <laughs> I mean, like, what, without consent? Just like. <laughs> I I don't know if I believe this. It's very hard to pee and like be, be hard, hard at right? the same yeah. time. It's Maybe not... he's into piss though. Maybe he's into pissing people's mouths. But also, when you have morning wood, sometimes it means that you need the toilet. Yeah, that can can often mean you need the toilet. Mm-hmm. Right. But like I I, just, I think it's quite hard. I mean, I'm, I'm sure these things happen. But like I've were like once had a partner who wanted me to pee on them yeah. and I was like really hard and it just you just it doesn't work because it's like uh, it's pushing up against whatever the all the, all the, the tubes are tight yeah the tubes are tight and it's like you're not meant to be able to do that but I'm sure it's possible not yeah, to I mean, delegitimize this person <laughs> <story. yeah. laughs> 
can't piss when I'm horny. Like when, especially if I've masturbated or come, I can't piss. I'll sit on the toilet for ages, desperate for a Oh week. my god, that is the worst. Yeah. When you've just had like a fuck, you you really need the toilet. You sit yeah. down, it just will not come out. It's because your tubes are swollen, <laughs> like in all the yeah. best ways, but. And they are. It just takes so long. But then, oh, but God. then trying to piss on someone when you're not into it, I think it's different if you're maybe into pissing mm. on people, yeah. then you've created a way or you've managed to release or work your muscles around. Also, he might not have been properly hard when he did piss. Because you know, sometimes you start off with the sort of foreplay when the guy isn't hard yet. Yeah. So he might have just been like, instead of getting hard, he could have just like... Well, she didn't say he could have been soft. Yeah. Um, and of course, like pissing in somebody's mouth without asking if it's okay isn't really a cool yeah. move. Also, just sorry. <laughs> that scared me. I You're just, like, <gasps> <laughs> you know, I just got a thought that so many people are into water sports that you must be able to piss when you're hard. Yeah. That, I mean, you must be able to. That's what, yeah, you must yeah. be able to. But yeah. still. If she didn't ask for piss in her mouth, I don't think it's cool to do that. Yeah, I think I'm I'm reckoning it was by accident. You can't accidentally piss in you someone's mouth. You can if you're mouth. desperate. You can. But why is the penis in the mouth? <laughs> I mean, yeah, they should have been like, okay, wait a second, I need to go to the toilet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> consent is important everybody piss (laughs) Piss play can be fun but like you know he should have said to her explain i mean unless this is a total accident i I need to know more basically i need to know if he was profusely apologetic and got really shy and yeah it traumatized him or if he was like yeah you take that piss in your mouth yeah but i think it sounds like in the story it sounds like she uh kind of enjoyed it afterwards not that that necessarily makes it okay because consent is always important but sometimes you can find like ultimate pleasure from accidental things that happen during sex like oh yeah yeah she was just like it wasn't as bad as i thought this is all right i'll take it again i think that it's going to be the next thing that becomes like mainstream it's like uh, yeah water sports is going to become like the new the new mainstream the new anal anal, (laughs) (laughs) it's like everyone got bored of anal so what can we do next p.s yeah i mean shit and then piss makes sense shit and then piss to what? a person first. Right? It's all coming out now. I meant from the anal side, <laughs> not from the hard sports. Uh. <laughs> Unfortunately, we are going to have to wrap this up. And oh, up. On that I beautiful note. You've said yeah. such incredible... Yeah, that, that mind-numbing note. You've said some <laughs> incredible stories. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so for much coming. for having me. I was going to say, oh my, I really I'm appreciate uh, having my queer stories being told in this format. Yes. I think it's yeah. super important. So they were really, they were really good. And where can people find you? You can find me at uh, at Radam Ridwan on Instagram, Twitter, mm-hmm. um, and all of the he? above. And Hamstead <laughs> Huey, cruising, but only if you kiss me. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> only please 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 everyone subscribe to our podcast give us a rating and, and a review a lovely one at that and we brown will o- brown knows us for please. a long time yeah, um and also okay if you that. have any sex questions or a worse story you want to share please dm us on instagram at come curious slide into those dms now <laughs> yes okay, okay love bye. you all bye bye, bye. <laughs>